Are you looking for someone to help you with your roof, siding, and gutters projects? Look no further than CRC Renovations. Serving the Lexington and surrounding communities for over 20 years, this family-based company can help you with all of your exterior needs. Call the folks over at CRC Renovations at 859-327-3913. Again, that's 859-327-3913. Sean, I noticed your landscaping the other day looks fantastic. I hate landscaping. I know that you aren't a big fan of landscaping. Who did it for you? Well, it wasn't me. Well, I didn't figure. I contacted the guys over at Horizon Landscaping. Mike and Jimmy, they did an excellent job. And it was super affordable. Are they local? They are local. And you can reach them on Facebook by reaching out to Mike Wills, or you can call them at 859-274-6571. Again, that's 859-274-6571 for all of your landscaping needs. Well, I'm definitely going to give them a call. Thanks. The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper, Neil Payne, Adam Muncie, and Wes Crouch. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner, Coach's Corner, presented by Community Trust Bank. Your friends in banking. Equalizing lender. Member FDIC. Nice, nice. So guys, uh, we thought we'd just stay in the Menifee County tonight. How about that? We love Frenchburg so much that we decided two weeks in a row. I know. I, I mean, oh, yeah. Derek, Derek did such a great job last week, and uh, his numbers were worthy of a, a repeat report performance. So we went to the ladies' side of basketball, and we brought in Drew Schwartz, the Menifee County ladies coach. Drew, welcome to the show. I appreciate Woo! you having me. Yeah. Absolutely. Lady cats. Lady cats. <laughs> well, Coach? For you were telling us as we uh, went, went on the air that you are a native French Bergian. I am, and yeah. so tell us a little bit about yourself. So I actually grew up in Winchester, but then moved. I went to I had a stint in Montgomery County. Actually, played football and basketball here. I was in the same grade as Omar Pruitt, so that that era. And my mom is a teacher. We moved back closer to my grandparents, and that's how I ended up in Frenchburg. So eighth grade on. Okay. Yeah. So, were, did you play, obviously, Menifee County doesn't have a football team. Yeah. Uh, did you play basketball at Menifee County? Yes, played basketball. My dad, uh, I played under Justin Moore, and then we had a really good season my freshman year, one of Menifee's best seasons, and then no one applied for the job, really. So, my dad was like, okay, I'll do it. And then he was coached for 12 years, so I played under him for three years, and yeah. And I'm not a teacher in the school system. That's something everyone assumes you're a teacher if you're a coach. Uh, a lot of people think that's a rule. I guess it's not a rule because here I am. Not not so, anymore. I think they changed that. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not a teacher. I work for. I'm a representative for Woodman Life. 
Okay. So I do. So what does that mean? Life insurance. Uh, life insurance, annuities, investments is what they tell me to say. Sounds exciting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like it. Uh, we're a non-for-profit, so I get to okay. do some things around the community to help Frenchburg out, okay. which is kind of rare. Well, and so there's not a whole lot in Frenchburg. Um, I mean, there's a depends subway. on what you're looking for. There's a lot I mean, of there trees. is a there's, subway. There's, there's a some subway. cows. There is a subway. Yeah. But there, you're getting... the Cornbread Cafe still Cornbread open? Cornbread Cafe's open, I think, four days a week. Man, that's some good home cooking right there. I'm, I'm down for some home cooking. And Frosty Freeze is open again. So that's the uh, oh. all the students slide in. Really? Oh, he likes it. But you better you better have your waiting <laughs> pants on, though, because, man, I mean, alive, it, takes, listen. it takes a hot minute because that place stays hopping. Oh, it I, is. I was in Frenchburg quite a bit when I had my route here. So, you know, I serviced Frenchburg and all the way up into Wellington and then came back down. Frosty Freeze was not open. Uh, So that excites me. Yeah, it is back. And I mean, so that is obviously hot news. Oh, yeah. I've never been to the Frosty Freeze. I suppose I'm going to have to go. We have 50% more restaurants in Frenchburg now. (laughs) Interestingly enough, fun fact for you, I coached boys soccer in Menifee County for about six weeks. Okay. With uh, who? I was the head coach. Okay. Yeah. What years? Or oh. what year? Half year. <laughs> what six <laughs> weeks? Even what month? Um, <laughs> you know? Oh, I six can't... weeks, not six yeah, months. No, it, like I didn't go. I started. I okay. took the job. And uh, I was not able to get into the school system. And... One, you know, things kind of came up, and I had to, I had to bow out. But uh, for a split second, I, I too, well, I guess in the in the annuals, somewhere in central office, my name was on a sheet that I was the boy soccer. It may still be there. It's just got an asterisk beside of it. Yeah, now. there's an asterisk. I, I, I mean, I I didn't ever lose a game. Truth be known. <laughs> He, Fair enough. He, he, truth be known, he saw the roster and he's like, I can't win with this. I'm out. No, no, no. that's not it at all. Because uh, as we'll talk about in a little bit, um, in terms of soccer, a very favorable district and region. Uh, you know, I know that on the basketball side, it's much more challenging. So we talked about who you are. How did you get to become the ladies basketball coach in Menifee County? So this was not planned at all. There were some – I made some changes, made sure it worked with work. I've always wanted to take a head coaching position. I've been an assistant coach since I was allowed to at 21. So opportunity kind of presented itself. The coach uh, kind of had an extended wait and then resigned. And Coach Cody Wolf, I guess you all know Cody Wolf. He was here for a little bit. Uh we were talking at the boys' state tournament, and we sat together and we talked it over. And he said I had his support, so here we are. I have a cousin on the team, actually a couple that's going to be playing. That that helped. There's a lot of talent on the girls' side yeah. in Menifee County right now, uh, and I want to see Menifee succeed. There were, I think, there were three or four applicants, and there weren't any applicants that they wanted necessarily. So they kind of came to me after that. So I got the job. I didn't really get started until the first week of May. So that was rough. They had zero summer games scheduled. It was a clean slate for me. So I've, I've had to make my own schedule and all that kind of stuff, which has been challenging, but I'm excited. So what really are some excited. of the stops you've made 
coaching-wise prior to being the head coach of the Menifee County Lady Wildcats? Freshman coach of the boys' Menifee basketball team, okay. JV coach of the boys' Menifee basketball team, and then this position. Okay, so, so, so Menifee <laughs> County is your – when oh, you say yeah. it's home, it is home. Oh, yeah. Okay, all <laughs> yeah, right. Definitely. So what interests you the most about becoming – the head coach of the girls' team? We have a lot of talent. I mean, we're pretty, we're fairly young. We're going to have one senior, Kylie Hall. Uh, she's got a couple offers. I think that I have six girls, six, seven, it could be eight, depending on how low you go. You can go into seventh grade and find more that are going to get college offers and can play at the next level. So that's really intriguing. You don't see that at right. a small school. Right. So. I'm really excited. I've watched them since they were young. I mean, when there's a good group of talent or athletes at Menifee County, people notice because right. it's it's pretty it's rare. It's cyclical like any other small school, but there's quite a bit of talent in in these next six classes, really. Okay. So that's really what. Now, how good was Menifee last year? Good. I mean, won the All A region. Had a uh, rough stint at the end. Had an injury that uh, kind of hindered them, and we're still dealing with that. We, she's not back yet. Don't know if she's going to get to play. Don't know for sure. She ACL tear, but meniscus stuff like that yeah. just naturally comes with it. They had a they lost eight out of their last ten last okay. year. Uh, had a rough go at it at the end of the year, and uh, but I think we're we're getting some mojo back. We we had a really good summer. Uh, we lost to Montgomery and Franklin County, and those are the only teams we lost to this summer. Nice. So, I mean, a positive. We we actually cut the lead to seven in the fourth quarter against Montgomery, and there was – I mean, we scared them a little bit, I feel like, yeah. which is odd. I did not expect that. Yeah. It was our second game, and, I mean, I'm, I think we're going to be pretty good. That yeah. makes you feel good, though, right? Yeah. I mean, because, you know, Montgomery County, they've been, you know – Region runner-up the last couple of years, so you know you're playing against a talented team there, and so you know that's 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 positive on your on your take there for sure. So, before we dive into the upcoming season and schedule and all that, tell us about you as a coach. Like, if we come to Menifee County this year to watch, what kind of you know what kind of what kind of systems you like to run? You you know you a grind it out kind of coach. You you want to speed the play up. Tell us a little bit about your coaching philosophy. Coaching philosophy. So I like to defensively. I think defense is the main thing. So if I think with our athletes, we can be Russell. You might have the argument for Russell, but I think we can be the best man-to-man defensive team. Ashland, Russell, us. I think we can be really good. We're going to play more of like a pack line kind of deal. I think that's going to give us our best chance to beat the good teams. Uh, if you play a pack line, sometimes you'll keep a, a team that's – not as on your level talent-wise in the game a little longer. But you're normally forcing tough shots, and that's really what I'm looking for on defense. Uh, obviously, we'll press some, stuff like that. Offensively, we get up and go. So we're the, the thing that I try to get them to do is my goal is to get the ball from if the other team makes a shot, get it past half court in five seconds. Or if they we get a defensive rebound, get it to the corner or – Basically, the opposite baseline within five seconds. So, really quick, yeah. fast pace. Because teams are going to try to zone us. We're quick, smaller, 
they'll try to zone us, and we got that a lot in the summer. And I learned that, and I hate having to deal with that, yeah. but uh, it's something we're going to have to do is play against the zone. So get out and transition as much as possible. Now, how when you do get locked in the zone, you obviously have to shoot teams out of the zone. Do you have the shooters? I know you talk about having yeah. athletes. Do you have the shooters to be able to shoot teams out of the zone? Yes, and a lot of that's confidence. They can We can shoot, but some of their confidence was shot. Uh, shot selection wasn't great, but you can also penetrate that zone. I mean, going inside out on a zone or finding areas – overloading a zone is the main thing, passing it around. But uh, if we can get it to the short corners or get it in the middle, we're going to hurt a zone. So, But we do have shooters to that good, question. Good, Yeah. So a question that just popped in my mind, obviously never watched a game in Frenchburg, what? never been to Menifee County High School to watch a basketball Come game. On. Shame on me. I've, I plan on fixing that this season. <laughs> but is I know we talk about there's not a whole lot to do in Menifee County. We talked about that earlier. On game days, do we do we pack the gym in Menifee County? It depends. So uh, Saturdays, sometimes you get a thin thin crowd, but usually weeknights we we do pretty well. Especially doubleheader nights. If you catch a, I'm sure I think Derek's mentioned this. I listened to the pod from last week. Uh, Bath County, any district game, anybody close, right? The short drives, it's packed. Yeah. So on the lady side, Bath County's your. Arch nemesis as well. Bath Round Fleming yeah. is usually the arch nemesis. Uh, Morgan County also slides in there some. And you'll get some good – sometimes you'll have good teams at the same time. And if you have a team that's in the All-A that's good, you'll run into them three or four times. Yeah. Sometimes that turns into some good games. Nice. So, now that we've already started talking about the schedule, you told us about your district. How? Uh, what does your district look like in terms of – how they did last year coming into this year. So our – I kind of have to frame it in the region. So you have – most people will say the top tiers: Ashland, Boyd, Russell. That's your top three teams. Round County was included last year. They lost Haven Ford. You yep. know, Haven Ford right. is Miss Kentucky basketball. I was going to say, right. Miss basketball. Huge loss. But Round County is a big enough school. They're the biggest in the district. They're going to be competitors every year. So most people, it's hard for me to judge because I've been on the boys' side. It's hard for me to judge really the talent. I can tell we're getting better, but I haven't seen that as much like game planned against other girls. I haven't watched as much tape. Right. So it's hard for me to know exactly. But I think by the end of the year we'll be first in the district. Okay. And then you get Bath, Fleming, and Round will all be right there. Bath didn't lose much. They lost a big. Fleming County lost no one. That's who beat us in the district last year on the girls' side. Um, Round's kind of a – I don't know a whole lot about Round yet because of the – that's a huge loss. Yeah, but he lost, yeah. lost Miss Basketball. Yeah, I mean, her little sister plays for him, I think. Uh, but they, they might be hiding someone or someone might just take the reins. They may be step up and – right. Because you find out a lot of times, and I'm sure you found this out, especially this summer, is that you're not going to show your whole hand in summer ball. You're going to no. try out things, no. and and on the you're going to err on the side of I want us to look like I want to try things that are crazy. Like what what is oh, this yeah. guy even doing? Yeah. Different lineups, right? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Get crazy. And I ran a full court box and chaser against Montgomery County. If that tells you anything, <laughs> okay. On the uh, I know. Did barrier. you have the oh, yeah, I was gonna say, did yeah. you have the one on Hayden? Yeah, yeah, because she she was shooting the lights out. So 
just tried something and it right. worked, which girls, I don't think, which this may be wrong of me to say, but they're not as good at making the really long skip pass against the press from what I was understanding this summer. I agree with that. So, well, uh, and a lot of that I've seen enough games to, to, so I yeah. removed, I removed the, basically the back person on two, two, one and turned it into a boxing chaser. Yeah. Just dared them to throw it long. Cause that turns into a turnover a lot, even in boys. Right. That's a long pass. Yeah. So. That you have to be extremely accurate on. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So the timing like has to be perfect. Do something crazy. That's that's right. one of the crazy. You got to do, do things so. crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, what games on the schedule? Because you obviously didn't get to make the schedule, so you kind of. Well, I did. Did you get to make the schedule? I did make the schedule. So when I got the schedule, I had um, Ashland at Ashland, Russell at Russell, Boyd at Boyd, and then I had <laughs> the district games. Sure. In Estill County. So, I mean, I had the makings of a really tough schedule to start out. And it showed – a lot of people get their schedules done, I guess, in April, March, April. I didn't really (laughs) have access to the schedule until mid-May. Right. So, I've had to fill in. And people – I think we turned some heads a little bit this summer. People don't want to – the the teams that are schools that are our size, a lot of them don't want to play us, which that's only going to make us better. So, I ended up – we're having to travel – Pretty far, we, an odd opponent, which uh, they they're down a little bit from what they usually are. Scott County girls, we're playing Scott County, we're playing at Martin. Martin's one of the top teams in the fifteenth. Just I think most people have them right below Pikeville. So at Johnson Central, those are all pretty far drives. Sure, at Breathitt. Um, I don't have my schedule. Do you have any home games? <laughs> we have nine home games. But, oh. So what? Part of that is, I mean, I'm, I have two Christmas tournaments. One of the Christmas tournaments is at Bath. So, I mean, that can basically be a home game. Yeah. It's not necessarily a home game, but it's close enough to where all our parents can get there yeah. fairly easy. Uh, when you have two Christmas tournaments, you're not going to have half home, half away. But I would like to have more than nine. <laughs> yeah. So, you got, what, 30 games on the schedule? I have 20, 28, but I fully expect to play a, at least – Get to the championship twenty eight, and you got and nine home games. Golly, yeah, that, that's it's road a lot. warriors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, road warriors. But when your beggars can't be choosers, right? I mean, you I came know. in a situation where yeah. you only had seven, eight games on the. I think you said right. you had ten. You had uh, three Estel, and then you had I guess the home and away district. with the yeah with the. Now, do you play those region teams every year? Like th- th- you said, you was on the road at Ashland and Boyd and. Russell, no. The uh, normally, I think last year they played one of them. Gotcha. Uh, this year, Boyd, something happened scheduling, and we aren't playing Boyd. So that gotcha. one, that one came off. So we still have Russell at Russell, Ashland at Ashland. Really big tests. For yeah. us. I think we can compete, and hopefully they can return the favor next year. Yeah, that, you know, that, that was my next question. Favor. If you play them next year, would they come to your place? Is that that's kind of an usually how it right. how it goes? Yeah. Sometimes when you have an odd like Johnson Central, that was just one we needed a game. Sure. That, they might not return that. Don't know for sure. Yeah. I would like to get, like, some of the closer ones. Johnson Central is a big-time competitive school in everything that mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. Definitely. So do you have any of the uh, all-A uh, schools Elliot. scheduled other than, you know, the all-A classic? Elliott? Uh, let me think. We don't have Raceland. Don't have Fairview. We play Fairview first round of all-A. Gotcha. Uh, we have Elliot home and away. My wife from Elliot. My dad had a really good relationship with their that's good coach Greg Atkins. 
and he's also their AD. He kind of helped me there to schedule a couple games. Um, yeah, yeah, Paris Rose Hill schedule. doesn't have – what is it? Did Paris? No, we have Bourbon County. Bourbon County's on the schedule. Oh, that's good. At Bourbon. Yeah, that'll be a good game. Yeah. They, they saw this rookie coach coming going, ah, we ain't going to their place. You can come here. You can come yeah, here. Yeah, I think that was a lot of it. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, it's so weird because – I coached I coached girls soccer for a long time, and it's you know you got so you start contacting these coaches. You're like, hey, coach, I need a game, and they're like, okay, and they'll send you the dates, right? And you're like, okay, I can make this date work, and they're like, yeah, but I I can't travel. I really need a home game. How many times did you? I, oh, every time. Every time you talk to a coach, it's like you know I really need a home. Well, you know I really need a home yeah, game. Yeah. Like, so we all need all home games, but, but it don't work that way. Right. But uh, hopefully next year, you know. You'll be able to start a little earlier. Oh yeah, I'm going to be scheduling this season. Yeah, with a lot of coaches, I'll be like, "Hey, let's let's go on return and dates. Out. Yeah, let's yeah. let's get corresponding dates for next year." So you talked about the talent. Mm-hmm. We haven't necessarily spoke about names. So tell us some names on your on your squad this year that we we should be looking out for. Kylie Hall is the senior returning. Uh, Shaylen Baker has been contributing at the varsity level, her and J.C. Jevenden, since they were in seventh grade. J.C. is a sophomore. Shay is a junior. I think Shay might be the most underrated player in the region. I really do. Don't know why she's so underrated. We're on the edge of the region, so half the region's in Ashland, so don't get a lot of the Ashland independent love, I feel like, that a lot of the other schools do. Uh, Andy Wells. I think she can be the best defender in in the region. She's long, athletic, works super hard. All my top seven have worked super hard. I was surprised at how hard they they've worked. Uh, Peyton Burgess is going to be a huge surprise to a lot of people. Um, she's going to be our big, I guess. She isn't going to be back to the basket or anything, but she'll have to guard other bigs. So it's more about, I guess, who you guard, have to guard and stuff. Right. So she'll be our big uh, Trinity Blankenship Aubrey Golden. I mean, I wish I could I could say all their names. They they've all been working super hard. Uh, Trinity's a stud on cross country. Just want to meet yesterday. Uh, I mean, I can't say enough about my group. They're they're tough. So I've been it super sounds surprised. like you're maybe eight nine deep. I would say varsity wise, we're going to be right now seven, and then we have the girl that had tore ACL a lot of a lot of deal. Uh, she would be a huge add to us. She isn't really big or anything. She keeps her head. She's smart, hits shots in timely moments, and rebounds really well for her size. So you can always use use right. that. Uh, I mean, so I would say if if she is able to get back to playing, we'll be eight or nine deep. We also have Jaden Blevins. She is a she's undersized. I relate to her a lot. I wasn't the most skilled. I was very undersized, but <laughs> you're going to know I'm there. Just yeah. run all over the place, kind of a pest, yeah. really. That's that's her role. So, yeah, I mean, I guess we could go nine deep. It's hard to say because you no, choke we, your lineup you, a little bit as when the games are closer. Sure. You, you don't know when you'll get the, the girl back with the injury? Don't know for sure. I mean, I think at best it would be January or so, but I'm not going to push her. I've had an ACL tear. Stuff like that. There's there's other stuff that goes on. Uh, she's, that'd be a she's good had addition a come district. Oh yeah, that'd be, right? that'd be huge. They've grown up playing with her, so I don't think it's going to be any type of 
chemistry issue, but yeah, if we could get her, it'd be huge. Yeah. So I may have missed this earlier, but uh, did you only? Did. I probably did. <laughs> you did you say you only lost one from uh, one person from last year? No. So I didn't talk about any returning. So we lost two starters: uh, Taylor Parks, Morgan Wells, and then uh, two more players that contributed. They didn't score a whole lot. We're basically losing, I think, fourteen points a game, and. Somewhere in the ballpark of 10, 10 11 rebounds. Gotcha. Like I mean, gotcha. So not not numbers that are irreplaceable. Right. Right. That, that can be Peyton Burgess is going to be, I think, replacing a lot of mm-hmm. that herself. Because you said earlier, you said I can tell that they're getting better, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of thought to my head, you know, if you're getting better from winning the All A region last year, mm-hmm. I mean, but I didn't know if you had lost very many people. But as you said. You know, losing 14 points out of last year's squad, but you think that, you know, there's some people there that can pick it up. I mean, you pretty much have aspirations of, you know, falling right back into that all-A region. I know how important that is. We talked to Derek about that a little bit. I know how important that is to the smaller schools, to Menifee County and whatnot, is, you know, getting that – getting that all-A region and going to that Sweet 16 all-A final. Yeah, so that's that's an expectation is winning. It's not really a goal. That's sure. It's kind of an expectation, win all a region. Unless someone comes up with a couple transfers or something like that, we should be the favorite. And I'm not shy about that. We should, like, in, barring injury, all the crazy things that happen, we should be the favorite. Absolutely. To win all a. Who did they play last year uh, once they got to the Sweet 16? Who did they play in the first round of the? Do you it remember? Was the uh, Louisville. Region, I cannot think of the the name of it. They beat the team that had Leah Macy. If you know who Leah Macy is, she's oh yeah. They beat they beat Leah Macy out of the All A region. So they they went to the Sweet Six. So Macy, Leah all. Macy played for Sacred Heart, right? Yes. Okay. No, 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 or did they play for Mercy? Mercy. 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 Uh, okay. Yep. Wow. I cannot think of who, who beat that. But she, Leah Macy's transferred to Bethlehem now. Yep, I saw enough, that. Leah Macy, we share the same great-grandfather. So she has roots in Bath County. Oh. Bath County, Menifee County. I mean, hey. Come hey, Leah. You, 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 yeah, <laughs> you, may, you look good in green and white, baby, you know, Leah. You know, somewhere down the line, we're kin. You know? <laughs> we're basically family, you and I. And you don't want to disrespect your family. <laughs> All right. So... Oh, sorry. I was going to say we we didn't since we're on the all A, um, we didn't get a chance to talk a lot about that last week. Mm-hmm. It still confuses the heck out of me. We have a mid season full on tournament. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. all A. So how many teams are in this tournament? It has to do with teams fall out and come back in on a year based on basis. based on the size of your school enrollment. Gotcha. It's based on enrollment. I forget what percentage. Maybe bottom twenty percent in the state. So each region, some regions like the soccer region in sweet in the 16th region has two teams because a lot of all a schools don't have soccer right. teams right so like basketball the difference between boys and girls is rose hill doesn't have a team in girls so there's one extra team in boys but when i was in school one year morgan and bath morgan bath so so we had a 10 team all a oh wow yeah. So, so most of your region teams. Yeah, and that was the years that Elliott County was good. So all A was stacked. I mean, Fairview was really good then. Rose Hill. It was before Rose Hill got in trouble. And right. You know. Had some, OJ Mayo did that. <laughs> so when did they do <laughs> this? Walker, yeah. When is this tournament? 
it's just kind of it's it's January. basically the say, yeah. You talk to the coach, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's the <laughs> second week of January yeah. is the the regional tournament, and then you it's a week or so later in the state tournament. But they could also have like you could play your first round of the region tournament, and you could turn around and have another game in between that and your second round yeah, game. So yeah, a lot of teams will schedule out their schedule and have games there, and they'll just be like, hey. You just have to call me like, hey, by the way, I won the All-A. I'm yeah. going to the state tournament. Sure. i got to cancel this game. Okay. Cool. That makes more sense. We wanted to get more into it last week and just didn't have the, the time. And I thought, well, we're talking about it again. I'm going to ask the question. There's so. also a 2A. Yeah, they started that not, not too long Maybe ago. Maybe last year, year before. I think they also started it in soccer. Okay. I didn't yep. know that. I believe that. One right. of my other stops I was uh, Coach Bourbon County, and we played uh, okay. it. And we actually went through the season. I went through the season with them. <laughs> Um, and we played in the uh, 2A tournament. <laughs> made it eight weeks. <laughs> I, I did make it. like I didn't. I got through that. I got through that one. I, reluctantly, kicking and screaming, I got through that one. Clark <laughs> County is aware of his history. They won't offer him a job they, as a soccer they coach. They, they don't offer me any athletic positions. <laughs> That's right. Oh, shoot. That's funny. That's funny. So what else is the girls? Uh, can you tell the girls are looking forward to the season? I mean, it's it's you all start Monday. Yeah. So the energy's changing. You can tell they're getting a little antsy to get the season started. We've started some conditioning, yeah. and oddly enough, there has not been any pushback. Really. You say so. you said conditioning, and obviously, you know, you've got a little bit of conditioning, different conditioning than other sports. And we talked to Derek a little bit about that. He's you know about. You know, there's a it seems like there's a lot of players that that'll run cross country or run mm-hmm. track or play soccer or whatnot. And he's like, I don't have to push them to play; they just do it anyways. Is uh, is the you know, his girls team the same way? Yeah. So I have a few soccer players, cross country runners. Basically, all of them run track. They're really good at track. That's awesome uh, because it it just helps you out tremendously. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an extra thing. So, I like when they so play the pressing and the fast paced play. Falls right into your oh yeah 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 realm I think there. we had the first and second place triple jump, uh, they won the four by two relay maybe the four by four also I mean they're athletes so it's nice that's one thing in a small school you can compete in track I mean you got all the individuals I think they might have got second or maybe they won the region in the girls I I would have to check for sure it's second or first. I should know that, but that's okay. Oh well, I think you're right because I've seen, you you see a lot of cross country and track stuff, or at least I do on Facebook. Um, you know, because uh, I'm friends with with some people down there and whatnot, and they, you know, a lot of the kids down there they really take that into stride. They're like, you know, I I don't have a whole lot to do, so I'm gonna just go run track and I'm gonna make or cross country and I'm gonna make myself best at it. What's well, a it's a sport that. Menifee County sometimes has athletes as good as anybody in the region. Absolutely. But when you have two instead of five or seven, nine, ten, whatever it may be, it's hard to compete in the team sports. Sure. Which track is technically a team sport. Right. Individually, like Patrick Green, there were a set of twins that were seniors when I, were, when I was a freshman. They didn't even really practice. And they got second and third in high jump two years in a row. In the yeah. State. So it's like athletes can – you can feel other people that are going to run around them also, and you can take a chance at winning the region. Yeah. So what are you looking forward to? I mean, you said the energy with the girls are up. Is your energy starting to 
pick up and oh. and ready re- you're ready to hit the ground running yeah it's that uh it's weird i've never got it coaching i don't know if it's where i'm a head coach and i'm going to be at the helm necessarily but you get that sometimes i get the like the nervous like right before a game like a butterfly feeling that that feeling i'm ready to ready to go offensively i would like to i wish i had all my offenses in stuff like that yeah but it's coming yeah it's coming yeah it's coming so I mean, so, on Sanders helmet, we coming, we yeah. coming, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. we here, we here, <laughs> we coming, <laughs> yeah. But um, so I mean, you got your whistle ready, you got your practice plan ready for Monday. I'm not a whistle guy, really. I, I'm I got a loud voice. I don't know if you can tell now, but I can yell. I think I get it from my mom, yeah. teacher, and she's got a big voice. Which dad barks? That's what dad does. He barks <laughs> when he coaches. Cody Wolf actually a good one on Cody Wolf. He always joked. He was the Freshman coach for dad when I was a junior and senior in high school. So that's when I met Cody. And he would always joke because my dad, instead of saying Drew, would go, Roo, Roo, <laughs> like just bark my name. And so Cody, to this day, if he's like sees me from a distance, I don't care if it's at Walmart, he'll go, Roo, and I'll just, <laughs> it's natural. <laughs> instinct. Now. It's, yeah, instinct. I hear that sound and I, I look. So Well, you know that. Coach Robinson, talk bad about you. Here's your chance to just put him on blast before you. Terrible. Worst coach ever. (laughs) No, No, that was a really good experience coaching under someone that wasn't my dad. Uh, Obviously, I pull punches more with people that aren't my dad. Me and dad will go at it, but a lot of people don't understand. We have this relationship where we can tell each other like it is, and then we might get mad about it right at the beginning, but then we. It's. It's a healthy relationship with Derek. I think Derek sees that too. I I say what's on my mind usually, uh, and but I got to see him. Derek's a lot more new school than Dad. Dad was more uh, get on the line kind of guy. In certain instances, you got to do that sometimes. Yeah, you sure. Have to. But Derek is really good about he's his logo where three over three is greater than two. I don't know if he talked about that. He didn't. He's gonna shoot a lot of threes. Uh, uh, dad, okay. dad likes a traditional post stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, I'm gonna have Dad on the bench. He's really good at X and O's guys, X's and O's guy. Uh, and the girls, oddly enough, I don't know if it's where he's getting a little bit older. He's, I guess he he turns 59 this month. It's almost like they think he's 90 years right. old. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They think I'm 60 and they think he's 90. So it's like the. Oh, the first like, time one of those girls oh, goes, don't listen, Papa, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's happened. <laughs> oh, they, they say stuff like that. They don't care. It's cool because they have, which is boys, too. Anytime you coach, you have to figure out all those personalities. Right. You got your quiet ones, your loud ones, and sometimes you think they're quiet and they're actually really loud. Well, <laughs> and, and you got to figure out what, you know, what the motivating factor is for oh, all these personalities. That's, that's huge. That's huge. I will say that most of them – hate losing yeah they've they've grown up winning since they were in kindergarten i mean they they're used to winning and that kind of beat them down last year when they went uh what two and eight the last 10 games that was rough on them but they've they've got their that's when they get mad is when they are getting beat yeah and i can i can appreciate that i can work with that for sure they're they're not real whiny or anything with uh conditioning which that comes, boys and girls. That's, yeah. I mean, I've been there too. I won also if I have to run. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been 
exciting. It's well, been a new new thing for me. Well, good. Yeah. All right, Coach. Well, we thank you for coming out, man. Uh, we look forward to hopefully we can get you back on. Uh, you know, maybe maybe around mid season point, so you can you can you can tell us how the season's gone, and and, and next time maybe you can bring a player or two with you. Okay. Yeah, I got a couple in mind that would be pretty entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. We, we, we always enjoy having the kids on because it does it brings a different aspect. You know. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. And they'll all the time like some of them. Which is with every kid, they'll like suck up to you, kind of. And I'm like, quit sucking up to me. <laughs> and so I'll have to, if we're here and they start sucking up to me, you'll get to hear that. So. Good, good. Hopefully, I'm this positive mid season. Well, I know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be good if you are, right? Because, yeah, yeah we'll be rolling. If you reach out to him and, and ask him to come back on, he goes, heck no, I ain't coming on. I'm Rob Lock. Rough, rough part of the first season. <laughs> we'll just we'll just wait till a different time. <laughs> right. Yeah, so yeah. Well, awesome. Well, thanks but so I much for coming it. on. Yeah. With thanks us. for having yeah. us. All right. Awesome. And again, that was Coach Drew Schwartz, Menifee County Ladies Basketball Coach. Another solid interview, guys. Yeah, man. I think so. I'm 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 really excited for uh, their season this year. I'm yeah. excited for him. You can tell that he's really excited. Uh, I'm looking forward to. Hopefully we can we can catch a game over there. Like I think that would be super cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and he was completely opposite of Derek last week. Not really completely, but his aspirations for the season were definitely higher hopes. You know, Drew or Drew shoot Derek's still growing the yeah, program, right? And he's got some established players ready to go. I would so, agree with that. Wes, real quick, what's uh, what's our MoCo roundup look like this week? Well, uh, just going down through the li- list, uh, football um, played pretty well in the second half. They just got behind the eight ball a little bit um, right from the start uh, and lost 24-14. Um, as I said last week, we're in the right district now, finally, because we're competitive with all these. We can beat all these teams, so we're competitive with all these teams. Uh, boys soccer lost for the first time in 12 years um, in the district finals. You know, that stings a little bit. It stings. I mean, we had talked that it was going to – I mean, even when we had Coach Miles on, we talked like it was going to happen. You can't just win the district forever for right. the rest of eternity. You're going to lose. But, man. Clark that, County? Yeah, Clark. It was, yeah, we didn't need to mention that. But, yes, we lost to Clark County. <laughs> um, girls soccer – they also lost to Clark County, three um, one, and then they went, and then they've already played their first round of the regions. And they lost to Bishop, Bishop Brossard four uh, nothing. Who Bishop Brossard is arguably the best team in the girls' region. Agreed. And I talked to some people that were at the game, and they were like, they had a good plan, they executed the plan, they just weren't able to mount much offense. Got you, got you. Um, I saved uh, volleyball. Volleyball. Oh, oh, I, uh, of course, you've got the update on on um, uh, cross country, uh, or should. But uh, volleyball went from the fourth of October. They've gone five and zero, and they've not lost a game. They beat Paris three nothing. They beat Round County three nothing. They beat East Carter two nothing. They beat Knott County Central 2-0, and they beat Russell Independent 2-0. Um, all of a sudden, and we're getting and we've got one game left with Trinity Kirsten, and then they play districts. All of a sudden, 
you might look out. Well, and we heard Coach Craycraft say that he scheduled tough intentions. When a plan comes together. Right. Well, and who, who was it that shared that Facebook post? I think it was Adam that somebody was bragging on our volleyball team. Yeah. And it's like, don't sleep on these guys. Like, right. they could win the region. Yeah, I mean, and some of the losses they've had have been like 25 to 23, you know, 25, 22, like close games that, right. that they're in that you look at that and you go, one or two mistakes and we win this game, right? right? So, which, like you said, when we had him on here, that's what he talked about. I, I, I scheduled this way intentionally. Right. So, and now you're giving them confidence going into district play. 100%. Uh, and to touch on cross country, they ran perhaps their toughest meet all season. They ran in Oldham County, um, so you got you drew all the Louisville schools, all oh. you know, all the Oldham County schools, all the schools up that way. Um, like I said, the toughest field they ran again. Uh, they kept pretty much their typical times. I know Skyler ran his uh, typical. 20, 25, 28 in that range was good enough for 139th out of 200. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The wow. same the same time that he ran a week or two ago and maybe finished 37th, he finished 139 out of 200. Gotcha. But a good measuring stick getting ready to go into postseason. Getting ready to go into region. I mean, he, he, he runs – they run their last meet this weekend. Uh, it's in Woodford County. And most of the teams in the region will be there. So you'll have a good measuring stick of where you are. Gotcha. Uh, and then regionals will be next week. Gotcha. Nice. Nice. Awesome, awesome. Well, another uh, another great show for for sure. Uh, guys, there you have it for this week's edition of Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner, presented by the From Corner to Corner podcast. If you haven't already, go out and give us a like on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all of the above. Also, remember to help us promote our coaches' show and our Athlete of the Week. Our community, our teams, our coaches, and our students, they deserve it. We'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.